This is Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, Echo Vac, your hometown for bubblegum, bubblegum, And welcome. This is Echo Valley. It's an exciting time here in town as as we have the grand opening of the brand new uh, Bubblegum uh, Discotheque. I guess the young people call it a disco. That's short for discotheque. Place where you dance and you have a great time. Welcome. What's that, kid? No, everyone loves disco. What are you worried about? This will be the most popular show ever. <laughs> I can't wait.
First class on Echo Valley with Disco Kid. We started off with Ricky Wilde. I want to go to a disco, and who doesn't? We're very excited about some bubblegum disco music today. Right here on Echo Valley. Here's the Muppets. The Muppets. The Muppets. The Muppets. The Muppets. The Suddenly, this thing turned up. Can't be explained. An incredible find. There's some bubblegum music out there that's hard to explain. Time now for some strange gum. flat on the ground but it's a sure one to five there'll be someone to jive you and try to keep bringing you down 
for a while you might take that abuse And convince yourself to stay loose But then one day he'll throw you away And say you're good for nobody's use But then I'll come your way Turn your blackest night into day When you're needing it bad Cause the rough times you bad I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna say Who loves you baby? By now you ought to know Who loves you, baby? Well, I can't always let it show Who loves you, baby? By now you really ought to know Who loves you, baby? Who loves you? This is one thing I don't want to blow Baby, baby, won't you tell me? Tell me what I want to know Baby, baby, won't you tell me? Tell me what I want to know If you wake up one day feeling ugly, thinking you're 10 or 12 pounds overweight, but just know I don't care if there's grain, yeah, if there's hair at all, I think that's just great. Now this carnival life that we're riding gives no one the room to start hiding. So I don't want to hear that you've turned a deaf ear to my words and started backsliding. Cause then I'll come your way, turn your blackest night into day. When you're needing it bad, cause the rough times you bad I'm gonna look you straight in the eye, baby And I'm gonna say, who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? By now you ought to know Who loves you, baby? This is one thing I don't wanna blow Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I wanna know Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I wanna know Mr. Telly Savalas. You remember he had that TV show Kojak in the 1970s? He had that catchphrase, Who Loves Your Baby? And he used to suck on lollipops. That was his thing. Well, uh, Tootsie Pops. And uh, Telly Savalas trying to get into the disco scene. Speaking of getting into the disco scene, the, our friends, the Brady Bunch, the Brady kids, the Brady family, uh, couldn't stay away from disco. Who could? And uh, there was a TV show, short-lived or short-lived. Is it short-lived? Is it short-lived? Both are acceptable. Anyway, uh, they had a uh, variety special called the Brady Bunch Variety Hour, and that was in November of 1976. Enough people watched that that they made it kind of a regular TV show. There were eight episodes made. The Brady Bunch Hour was the name of the television series, so there's some confusion about the right name of the program. And uh, this uh, eight hours, these eight episodes, are also uh, well-known and well-discussed because of the existence of Fake Jan, the original cast of the Brady Bunch show was there, including the parents and Alice, except for Eve Plum, who played Jan, uh, couldn't do the show. She actually had a contractual obligation to make something else and couldn't commit to the additional eight episodes. And so even though she wanted to be part of the show, 
everyone wanted her to be part of the show. Eve Plum could not be part of the show. So another actress came in to play Jan. Her name was Jerry Reichel. The Brady Bunch show um, was canceled in 1974 and in 1976 they decided to come back with the family again and variety shows were becoming very popular you know with Donnie Marie, the Jackson, stuff like that so they decided well why don't we jump on the bandwagon and do a variety show as well so the original cast came back except for one person and that was Jan so they had to audition about 3,500 girls, and they decided to uh, choose me. Jerry Reichel, still around, has an active uh, Facebook page and even releases albums because she was a real singer, and that's one reason she was cast to replace Eve Plum as Jan because she could uh, actually sing, and she was quite beautiful for a young person. The Brady Bunch Variety Hour, though, or the Brady Bunch Hour, it's hard for historians like uh, your professor, Professor Bubblegum, and for the archives here in Echo Valley to decide how to treat the events that occurred on the Brady Bunch variety show because it wasn't Maureen McCormick, for example, singing. It wasn't Florence Henderson, for example, singing on that show. It was their characters. They were playing the Bradys. The idea was that the Brady Bunch characters and their parents one of whom was an architect, the other was essentially a housewife, and their maid, who was a maid, had in some abstract fantasy way been hired to do a national network television show. So they would sing and they would dance and they'd do little skits, and then sometimes they would play themselves in little scenarios of the Brady's uh, rehearsing for the variety show, whatever it is. But uh, it's hard to know whether to treat these events as actually having happened to the Brady characters because there were other Brady Bunch shows later on. There'd be other specials, even uh, one or two TV series that happened later, as you know, in the 80s and the 90s involving the Brady Bunch characters. But they never refer to... You remember that summer when, for some reason, we had a national network variety show and Mom and Dad sang and Alice was there, too? So it's hard to know if that happened. Now, of course, in Echo Valley, uh, we know that it all happened. And, in fact, the Brady Bunch folks, the kids and the parents and even Alice, could not stay away from disco. Let's listen now to the Bradys singing a little uh, disco for us right here on Echo Valley. They never end. 
We'd sing and dance forever and a day. We'd live the life we choose. We'd fight and never lose. Those were the days, oh yes, those were the days. Jerry Reichel starting out that Brady Bunch medley. You can see what a nice voice she had. And some other voices you might have recognized. Rick Dees was in the middle there singing his big hit, Disco Duck. Also, we heard a few seconds from Rip Taylor. Remember that flamboyant comedian who would throw confetti all the time? I'm singing in the rain. Rick Dees had a follow-up to his Disco Duck hit called Disco Rilla. Let's listen to that. Yeah. 
record by Rick D's uh, made it into the top 100 and made it to, uh, let's see, number 56, whereas Disco Duck was a number one smash in the United States. Rick D's, by the way, the disc jockey and radio performer, his middle name is Osmond, which makes me wonder if the Osmonds ever had some good bubblegum songs that might be worthy of play at our new bubblegum discotheque. Let's try this one. I don't see it as being unhealthy as a phenomena, the fact that you can go to a place and, and dance and identify and whatever, you know, I mean, it, and move, just the physical aspect of disco is, is a very healthy thing, a you know? A lot of the modes of music that are created to sell, they plug a label onto it real quick, like this is disco. Uh, we're all affected by all this music all the time. And in fact, every, every one of us probably here in this room was down at the disco dancing a short time ago and getting off to it and having a great time.
This is Echo Valley. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. We're looking at some of the great bubblegum disco as Echo Valley opens its bubblegum discotheque. And we just heard from ABBA. Is it ABBA or ABBA? Is it ABBA? Is it ABBA? They pronounce it ABBA. Well, whatever it is, uh, the great dancing queen by uh, ABBA or ABBA. I'm your host, Professor Bubblegum. And in addition to hosting this program, I'm the mayor of town. I'm also, of course, the head librarian, chief archivist, and it's part of my duties to read to the young people. And at this time, I've chosen a magazine here entitled The New Croft Super Show. This is a comic book. This is issue number three from 1978. The Croft Super Show was a Saturday morning show that ran from 1976 to 1978. Let me see if that's correct. That is correct. It was a program that included uh, adventures of various other shows like uh, Dr. Shrinker, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, Wonder Bug, Bigfoot and Wild Boy, Magic Mongo, and in between these exciting adventures, we would hear from the super bubblegum band Captain Cool and the Kongs. Captain Cool and the Kongs uh, were a band uh, made up of Michael Lembick, Deborah Klinger, Mickey McMeal, Louise Duarte, and Bert Summer. At least for the first year, Bert Summer was a member of that band. Some of those people had other careers. Michael Lembick was a comic actor who appeared in One Day at a Time regularly. Louise Duarte went on to be a impersonator, a very uh, successful stand-up comic impressionist who still tours to this day. And let's see, uh, Bert Summer, who was on the first year of the Croft Super Show, had starred in Hair on Broadway. Mickey McMeal, the drummer for the Croft Super Show's band, Captain Cool and the Kongs, had actually played with some other bands, including Three Dog Night. He was a real drummer. And there was a comic book attached to the show, as I've just explained, and I'm going to read now a little adventure of Captain Cool and the Kongs from this issue. Captain Cool and the Kongs, Turkey's New Career. As Captain Cool and the Kongs end a dazzling matinee performance, and we see the band playing, and there's some young people, especially girls, who are very excited. Far out! Super! Turkey, please autograph my drumstick. And Turkey says, roll it over here and you've got it. 
and they actually throw a drumstick like a from a turkey not from you know a drum set to him and he slips on it where did it oops <laughs> and then someone says look out or you'll break something and someone says turkey's really into drums because just fell into a drum set <laughs> probably broke it probably expensive you okay gosh look what i did i ruined the rig of the greatest rock drummer oh i'm okay and the damage doesn't matter you'll have to get them fixed by our evening show no need for that captain i'm retiring retiring you're too young to retire how can you abandon us i don't want to spend the rest of my life as a rock drummer i want to do something musically important and i know what what soon at their motel a sign for this delivery oh i didn't order anything what delivery oh that that harp there must be some mistake no no mistake says turkey it's for me for you are you practicing to be an angel no i'm giving up beating the skins uh, that means playing the drums in a rock group no class but being booked as a classical harpist that's class class you go to the bottom of the class playing like that because we hear turkey here on the harp going twang clink and we see some broken up uh, musical note symbols clonk wang turkey you just haven't got the touch to make it as a harpist well i will with practice when you give a concert i want the concession to sell earmuffs <laughs> they're not being very supportive of turkey hey what's the idea Turkey just uh, like shoots a spitwad at one of them using the harp string as uh, like a bow and arrow. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, Turkey. Way to go. I'm just showing you that I can use this instrument. Now clear out so I can practice or I'll commence firing. Thump. And he hits one of the guys in the butt. <laughs> Captain, if Turkey doesn't play our gig tonight, we're ruined. Forced to retire before getting my first gray hair soon and we see uh, some old people in the hotel banging on the door cut the racket how can i get any rest why are you torturing me <laughs> the old people don't like the music you see uh, okay okay music lovers i'll practice out in the field and he's leaving the room with his harp i know a nice field in japan and he accidentally takes the harp and hits a waiter who's bringing a big tray of food. Wham! And it gets all knocked onto the ground. And he says, oops. And then there's some more noise off, uh, off stage, as we'd say. So, sorry, uh, put that on our bill. You'll see, says Turkey. You're, you'll come to me begging for tickets to my sold-out classical harp concert. <laughs> well, I'll take a, it'll take a miracle to get him on the drums tonight. Uh, say, that gives me an idea. Wow, can you dial heaven direct? Soon. Is that the young man you were telling me about? Know anyone else who can butcher harp music like that? Turkey's now uh, up on a hill, in a beautiful green hill on the very top playing the harp. Uh, let's see what happens here. Um, Turkey, the minister is one of the finest harp players in the country. Minister looks like an older, distinguished gentleman with white hair. Wow, then you can tell me, uh, minister, what you think of my playing. Uh, no, son, I'm not allowed to use that kind of language. That's what the minister says. Then the minister steps up and he plays the harp. Twing, ding, twing. And uh, everyone says, heavenly. 
And then Turkey says, that was super. How long before I can tickle the strings like that? Well, if you practice every day for six hours, I'd say with lots of luck, maybe in three years. Three years? But how am I going to get money to survive until then? Actually, if you have the heaven-sent ability to play the drums, says uh, Minister, you play the drums unusually well, don't abandon that profession. And then finally that night, Turkey, you're the greatest. You'd never have had much of a career with that other instrument. <laughs> okay, he says, let's not harp on it. And then he's playing the drums really, really well. <laughs> yeah, good job, Turkey. That was great. <laughs> Problem solved. Well, you have to realize the, the Archie's record of Sugar Sugar was number one on the Billboard chart, year-end chart, which means it's outsold the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and the Fifth Dimension that year. It was the biggest single of the year. It was the record of the year, and it, uh, it sold six million copies. It was number one in almost every country, South Africa, Japan, Europe, you name it. Uh, I, get, I have actually 45s from 60 countries.
I am tired from all of this disco bubblegum dancing. I think I'll just turn on the TV and relax. See, I'll turn to channel 1978. Oh, it's Family. You know that show Family with that adorable Christy McNichol as Buddy Lawrence? Oh, this is a good episode. This is where uh, Buddy gets into disco dancing, and she's underage, and she gets into trouble. She's out every night learning to disco dance, and then she sneaks into a disco. Well, here, let's let's watch for a few minutes. We got time. What time did you get home last night? Not late. Nine. Where were you? Mom knew I wasn't coming home for dinner, Dad. Second night in a row. Oh, see, she's in trouble. No, it's not okay. Not on a school night. Too late. I'm 16 years old. At the disco. Honey, I just want to make sure you're taking proper care of yourself. Doing that. This mysterious new social life of yours. Disco hey, dancing. you're early today. I caught my last class, algebra. Uh, oh, now, this is where she goes to her disco dance day. class. And there's this uh, friend of hers, oh, but she's over 18, the friend is. Yeah, there, New York, L.A. How about you? Saturday Night Fever. I saw it seven times. Didn't you love it? And then makes, them, makes her go to a discotheque, you I'm see. I'm ready to talk now. Ooh, and then she gets caught by the police somehow and gets in trouble. I thought about what trouble. you said about accepting responsibility. And talks with her dad about it later. And I just want you to know that everything that's happened to me is no one else's fault but my own. Mm-hmm, that's true. Well, if I had asked you to go to the disco, would you have let me? Probably not. Probably not. That's right, because what Buddy Lawrence's dad knows is that the disco is fine unless they start to play that slow dance music. That's that's when the trouble can happen. It's a slow dance. Take a little time for some romance. Come a little closer, baby. Slow dance. Whispering the words I want to hear. It's been. My head is on your shoulder 
can show your support for Echo Valley by following the Echo Valley Facebook page, which is called Echo Valley, the original Bubblegum Music Podcast. You can follow the Echo Valley Twitter, which is Kid Bubblegum's Twitter account, and it's at bubblegum underscore music. That's bubblegum underline music. You can leave a good review or a bad one on iTunes for the podcast of Echo Valley. You can also contact Professor Bubblegum by writing him at professorbubblegum at hotmail.com. You know, there are a couple of strong links between bubblegum and disco. The strongest link is probably through Neil Bogart. Neil Bogart was an executive and a producer for Buddha Records that uh, invented the term bubblegum music and developed all of that great bubblegum sound, all the Joey Levine stuff, the 1910 Fruit Gum Company, and so on. And then later formed his own record company, Casablanca Records, which created the disco sensation, including music by Donna Summer, the Village People. So that's one of the great links between bubblegum music and disco, other than they're both just for fun sort of music that make the young people want to dance and kiss each other. Another good link between disco and bubblegum music started with the great Giorgio Moroder, who started off making his own bubblegum music in Europe, and later, pretty much on his own, created that disco beat and was the key producer for Donna Summer for Neil Bogart. Here's Giorgio. Usually I start with, with, a, with a kick, uh, I mean drums. So, so now I know this is the rhythm, it helps. Then I would add, uh, okay, let's see a second loop so that it's a little... No, that's not, uh, okay, okay, where is it? Uh, maybe, maybe a, a bass line. So those, those elements are the ones which, where I start then to sing. And once I have the structure and the melody, then I come in with all the, like the details, the strings, and, and, and uh, arpeggios, and all, all, this, all the instruments.
Thank you, Giorgio. We're almost out of time on this special episode where we celebrate bubblegum disco. And no bubblegum disco celebration would be complete without what is perhaps the best disco song, but is also one of the great bubblegum songs. It just came pretty late in the bubblegum era, so we don't talk about it. We don't accept it sometimes, but it's good, and we like it here at Echo Valley. It's a song that taught us how to spell. It's a song that taught us where to go. Let's end with why... M-C-A. Is that how it's spelled? I think so. I'm Professor Bubblegum. I'll see you next time. So long. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said, young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man, cause you're in a new town. There's no need to be unhappy. Young man, there's a place you can go. I said, young man. Short on your dough, you can stay there, and I'm sure you will find many ways to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for your men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA.
Get me Echo Valley 26809. Six, six, eight, oh, nine. I shot a call at number. Ripple Valley, two, six, eight, oh, nine. I shot a call at number. Ripple Valley, two, six, eight, oh, nine.